Welcome to the Energetic Radio Podcast. My name is Dale Sidebottom. Each week, I'll bring you inspirational guests who will help you bring fun, energy, and purpose into your lives. Let the show begin. Welcome to episode 105, and today I have the pleasure of chatting with Jules and Tara from J&Co Strategic Communications. Now, before I get into that and introduce the two lovely ladies, um, really exciting news with our up-and-coming retreats for 2019. So if you haven't checked out fhlretreats.com, that is our brand new website, and we've got our two release dates on there. Now, if you email me, dale at energetic.education, and say you'd like to come I can send you a code to get 10% off, which is a saving of $250 for the best retreats ever. But go and check out our website, fhlretreats.com. Pretty cool. It's got all the videos and everything you'll get in there. So back to today's conversation. And I am so excited because... I've had the pleasure of working with Jules and Tara over the last two months, and I originally went to them with the idea because, for those people, I've written a book, and I had no idea how to go about what I needed to do with the next step or where to go with it, but what has actually come from this meeting and working with Jules and Tara has been it's just blown my mind. And the reason being is they have opened up my mind. They've given me clarity. They've helped with my personal story, my narrative, and just given me some general direction of where I'm going. So today we're going to talk about the power of storytelling, the power of figuring out your brand, your personal act. And not only that, so many simple tips that business owners, teachers, parents, students, anybody can take to work on their public speaking, their communication skills, relationship building, and speaking in front of audiences. So I am super excited and I'm extremely grateful to share Jules and Tara with you because they've had such a huge impact on me and I know you'll be able to take so many key points away from today's episode. episode 105 on location with Jules and Tara. How are we guys? Really well, thank you. Tara here. Hi Dale, it's Jules. Thanks for having us on your podcast. 105. 105, episode 105. Now I'm really excited because we're sitting here now, you guys have been helping me so much with branding and personal message and my narrative and one of the things was we did a workshop on speaking and talking about communicating and things like that. Now, you two are actually a little bit nervous about this. <laughs> I'm actually really enjoying this. Now, have you been put on the other side of the table before? Um, historically, yes, I have had to do some interviews, but I must say being put in a position where I now have to speak about myself and the business offering that Tara and I have, I am nervous. I haven't even prepared my messages. <laughs> Good. And that's that's what I want. I want it I want it natural and that's what we're going to. Now we'll get into uh Jane Cohen Strategic and everything we're doing with the Speak Workshops and that, but do you want to just give us a little bit of your background and how you've both got to be working together now, doing this amazing stuff? Yeah, well I um you know, historically have worked in the corporate kind of world for 15 plus years, always in communications and PR, corporate affairs. Um, About two, three years ago, I had a couple of kids, was working part-time and it just, the grind wasn't working for me. Um, And so I decided to go out on my own and do a communications boutique consultancy that really kind of helped people work on their brand and their message. And I was lucky enough to have been exposed to the beautiful Tara Miller as my intern when I was working kind of at the Vegemite brand. And she came on board to work for me part-time when I started the business. And here we are two years later, still going strong. 
Yeah, so I, I Tara, make up the co of Jane Co, I suppose, and I, I um, graduated with a journalism degree and have always loved, I guess, stories, but I found myself frustrated with the 24-hour uh, news cycle, so it's amazing to be able to kind of spend a lot of time with brands and help them from a really close, close perspective and build stories, build mm. their message, and it's been... Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I guess we, we help brands and we educate them as well. So we don't just do PR. Yep. We, um, we we like to say that we only do PR for clients that we think have a real story that will generate news. Um, and I think it's that education piece too to help brands understand what news is and kind of what a new message is. And then as you said, Dale, we work with people to help them create compelling stories because um, really it's just, you know, a good story is all that you need to, to sell yourself. Yeah, and I love that. And I suppose people listening, you don't have to have a brand, you don't have to run a business, but having a personal story and being able to condense that, I suppose, because a lot of us sort of ramble, and I know I'm probably the biggest ramble in the world. <laughs> Why is having a personal story or something that people can relate to so important? Well, I guess our philosophy is, and which is why we created the speak method, is... Um, a lot of people, especially if they've come from the corporate world or if they even have their own business and they're really close to it, they are so in their head, they tend to kind of ramble. And so the core message of their story, their narrative gets lost because I haven't been able to distill it down to something that's really captivating. So I guess one of the first things that we do when we meet someone is get them to define their business yep. and their personality to us. We then kind of take a step back and really help them kind of put it into a 15 second, 20 second package that isn't just the CV, that isn't, you know, I'm Dale, um, I've got a number of businesses and this is what they do. It's what is going to capture somebody's attention. You know, I was once, you know, a person who had negative personality traits, this is who I was, but now I practice, you know, a certain philosophy that, yep. you know, helps me feel good about myself. So it's something that's perhaps not what's on the page, it's beyond the page. And if you are a corporate person, a lot of people have been trained in some really bad habits. They speak about um, their trade in marketing speak or language that's just not friendly to consumers or the media. So it's really actually breaking down all that crap and um, helping people create compelling narratives. Yeah, I like that. And I suppose whenever you talk to somebody, if they're engaging and they've got a really good story, you're going to listen. Whereas if they're rambling and they're using cliche words and things like that, do you find that their elevator pitch or their time to shine, like you said, it's only a short period, 15, 20 seconds, they miss out on that? Absolutely. And I think not only do they miss out on it, they've, they've lost the audience and they've also missed an opportunity to build some credibility in a point of difference. And I think what we also do is try and get people to harness their own personalities. So there's no point everyone being a cookie cutter kind of politician type of spokesperson. You know, if you're in fitness and you're kind of highly energised, well, let's own that. So we don't want to stamp that out of you, yep. but we want to help you kind of have language that's a little bit more concise. If you're a marketer who is really kind of structured um, and is all about strategy. I don't want to take that out of you either, but what I want to make you appealing. And so we try and kind of work out what acts you have, what personality can we draw out of you um, to be the most compelling you can be in that moment. Hmm. I think just being memorable and being mm. that point of difference is so, so, so important. And, um, yeah, we, we just, including with yourself, work so closely with people to be authentic and not to try and be a cookie cutter, you know, yeah. you know, people aspire to be Barack Obama or I'm trying to think. Um, um, Bugger Lugs, Virgin. What's his name? <laughs> what? 
Richard, Richard Branson. 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 <laughs> but not everyone can be them. Bugger you can tell. <laughs> yeah, Richard Branson. And not everyone can be like those people. Mm. And it's all well and true to aspire to people. But if you can't actually authentically pull that off. And I guess what we try to do is build confidence because mm. public speaking, which is what we're all about. So we're about not um, speaking, having an engagement with someone and being memorable, yep. being able to perhaps um, do an interview with media or perhaps present at a meeting. So I guess what we do is teach people how to speak with authority yep. and confidence yep. um, and credibility. And I think, you know, the process that we follow is... Um, you know, you, you need a method. So you can't just, or you shouldn't, we don't recommend just going into any kind of engagement without thinking through what you kind of want to say. Yeah. We have a fairly simple philosophy, speak, you know, which is simple, powerful, effective, authentic, but it's always powered by knowledge. So whatever you're speaking about, ensure that um, you've done the research and you're the right person to be speaking about that, um, that topic. You should also kind of probably never have more than five to seven key messages that you're trying to get through and don't read off a piece of paper. So we have a few techniques that kind of encourage people to create message maps that are quite visual, that have reminders, that have stories and have statistics um, rather than just kind of writing out every message one to seven um, because it can sound a little... Yeah, inauthentic. Well, and, and I suppose that's a lot of people think presenting is getting some slides up and reading off the slides. That's it's not a very engaging mm. way to do anything. And I know a lot of people who are listening. We've got teachers, we've got coaches, we've got parents, we've got business owners, yeah. we've got everybody. So, what are some tips to? Because it can get very. I know I still get nervous when I present in front of large groups <laughs> or at meetings or businesses or things like that. What are some tips that you know work well? And I know the Speak Workshop was fantastic, and I loved it. And obviously, we want more people doing that. But for people listening. What are some tips that, you know, they people do feel nervous. They, they need to write things down. They mm. need to read it out because they, they sort of freeze up. What are some tips that you've got for sort of people listening, guys? Yeah, sure. Look, I think... Um depending on the type of audience you're presenting to and I might break it down into some tips you can do in advance and yep. some, some perhaps some tips that you can do in the moment. So in advance, prepare and practice. Practice in front of the mirror and practice to a friend or a trusted confidant um, who are going to give you really kind of tangible and practical advice. I know I speak too quickly and so often um, I have like a bit of a, a, a pace practice in the car. I listen to someone who I think has great pace and then I try and replicate that pace um, with my own words. There's nothing better than actually practicing in the car while you're driving. You mm. listen to yourself. You can record yourself on the phone. Listen. Listen to how you sound. Um, so they're kind of, I guess, some practical tips you can do in advance of um, presenting. I think knowing who your audience is and thinking what's going to have an impact. Speaking from personal experience, I don't have a huge issue with doing media interviews or things like that. Providing a keynote presentation where I'm regarded as an expert, I get very nervous about because I have some self-doubt. I'm like, I can't believe these people think I know what I'm talking about. They probably are more experienced or more intelligent. So how can I make myself feel more confident in that space? Well, I try to create a relationship with my audience really quickly. We did a workshop recently, Tara and I, for a corporate in the city and it was about they had a kind of an idea a not-for-profit that they were looking at launching um, but there was a bit of lack of coherency around what their mission was and what their vision was and so I had to really 
establish, I guess, some authority with these people because they're very highly kind of skilled executives. But how would how could I do that? So I actually ended up coming up, or we came up with, I should say, um, an analogy with the Wolf, is, Wolf of Wall Street, the okay. film. Yeah, yeah. I looked at kind of Leonardo DiCaprio um, and had just an image of him. There were no words, just an image of him in a scene. Um, and there was this moment in the movie where um, he was getting all this flack from the sales team who just didn't think they could sell anything. And he said... There's, you never need to say no. There's always around it. Uh, there's always a way around it to say yes. And he kind of gave them some tactics. And I took them through that example from the movie purely just to get everyone talking and engaging with me. And then what I felt then, I felt more confident because they'd yep. listened. I'd created a moment of humour. Um, and then we kind of went forth into our speak workshop with them and we felt that it was quite successful. So I guess the message is understand who you're talking to and what your own weaknesses are so you yep. can address them. I think understanding yourself is really important in one... Um, exercise we do go through um, is kind of getting people to give you feedback about yourself. Often you you think of yourself in one way, but if I mm. ask Julia what I'm like, she might be able to tell me you know something different. So I, I think yeah. surrounding yourself with people that will actually give you helpful feedback, let you know how you are um, to the exterior yeah. exterior world is really important. Yeah, because I think exactly what you just said, one of the hardest things, particularly for your workshop, is when you said, who are you? What do you do? Describe yourself. Mm. I found that really hard because so often other people describe you or they'll say your traits or things like that. And it actually, when you have to physically put it out in the world, mm. I found that really challenging mm-hmm. and confronting in a way. Yeah. Do you find that people are easier to give other people advice than themselves? 100%. I think yep. you've hit the nail on the head. It's so easy to kind of... To, to throw a stone. Look, it, it's it's lovely actually because it can create a really good kind of team bonding experience when we run these workshops in groups and people often do have really positive feedback. People don't like to give negative feedback to each other either, yeah. either but some yeah. of the most useful workshops we've had have been when, you know, there was someone I can think of they said, you know, you're terrific, um, you've got a great speaking voice and all these things and then there was a piece of feedback that said you're too modest. You know, you need to actually celebrate some more of your successes um, because it's coming across as um, that you're kind of lacking credibility because you don't believe in yourself. And I think, so that was almost, that was some constructive criticism. Um, The person probably felt he was being, you know, positively modest and trying not to be arrogant. But on the flip side, you're a leader. Like you need to instill confidence. And he was like, I had never thought about it Mm. like that. And it was interesting. And you could see there was a, a dynamic change in yeah. the way that he then was speaking. It was a media training workshop. was speaking to us when he had to be a spokesperson. He spoke with a bit more authority yeah. and he tried to kind of limit some of those modest um, character traits. Mm. I suppose that, that is really interesting. So with obviously you work with so many different people and you can go on. There's links in the website and the show notes to see all the amazing clients you work with. Mm. And what what's some of the most rewarding things that you guys get out of your job? So... Things that you come each morning, coming to South Melbourne is great office, it's a fantastic spot. Deer parking, but what are some of the what are some of the the most amazing experiences or feelings you get out of your job on a daily basis? Uh, I think people like yourself, when you give us such positive, you know, feedback, and you come to a speak workshop, and it really, it, we can tell how beneficial it is for you, and I think that for us is a massive kind of win after Mm. our sessions when we just know that we've really hit the nail on the head and kind of opened Mm. new ideas to people that they haven't thought about i think we talk about kind of feedback only really being beneficial when it's honest so when you have people that are just really embracing of your feedback and it's all you Mm. know good vibes that's 
Yeah, often it's the best not very. It's not always productive, though, is it? Like, you can leave away all positive, everything like that, but you really don't actually achieve no, anything. No, no. And I think to Tara's point, we have a great mix of clients. We, we you know, established ourselves working with one of the kind of the biggest um, brands, we believe, in Australia, Vegemite and Bega, yeah. and we absolutely love working with them. But another core part of our business seems to be with startups and entrepreneurs, yeah. and we just get so much um, enjoyment helping yes. these um, entrepreneurs build their businesses. And there's a couple that we've worked with, so Kids Co. and yourself, and yep. we've got a few more. And Kids Co., we've just had an amazing relationship with over the last 12 months, and I think what I have found extremely rewarding is when they first came to us, they had an idea around how they were positioning their business. They were well established and they were achieving some really good growth, but they were so open to our feedback kind of post the workshop. We saw our language getting peppered into their website, yep. the way in which they spoke about their business changed um, based on the collaboration that, you know, the four of us actually had in those meetings. And it's just, beautiful to see because mm. we and you know and, and Leighton and Age would say that um, it was really beneficial too so that's where I get enjoyment yep. but I must say working on Vegemite as well and those guys and specifically we help them with a lot of publicity and brand strategy it's amazing helping yep. um, that brand get into as many homes and hands as we can so yeah it's great seeing them iconic Australian yeah. brand as well for listeners overseas yeah. I'm, sure you, I'm sure you've heard of Vegemite but so the last couple of questions and for people that might be entrepreneurs or startups or might be working and got a side hustle and things like that why is it so important and I, I can obviously vouch for I was and people who listen to me know all the businesses and things I'm doing yeah. the direction was one thing I lacked and not, yeah. not really know where I'm going is that one area that you guys I know you specialize in but you think you've got a really good grasp on just really picking out the nuts and bolts of what people do really well and sort of changing direction and focusing on that because I know I left and I each time I come back to do different things mm -hmm. with you I'm more clear on things mm -hmm. instead of having a million different ideas in my head I feel really clear and precise of what I need to do and where I'm going. So do you think that's like a really big strength that you guys have? Yeah, and I think it's an unintended um, asset to the business model that Tara and I run. And that comes from, I think, having worked in big business yep. and seeing what they do well and the constraints that they have to then on the flip side, working with entrepreneurs, we can kind of have a clarity that I think as a business owner or entrepreneur, you sometimes are a little bit too close. Yep. And um, I think the honest relationship that we have with our clients, we give tangible ideas on business and strength. And then we help people really, I guess, um, you know, bring to the top what their kind of core vision is in a really simple, in a simple way. And I, I think that's the strength of ours and I hope to keep growing our business in that space because, you know, seeing the smile on your face now, <laughs> Dale, and um, some of the success that we've had elsewhere, it brings us a lot of uh, joy. Yeah, and I think we always also have in mind what works with media and we kind of have that mm. experience from coming and listening to your brand but also thinking well how would we be selling this into media mm -hmm. and getting PR and publicity so that kind of works hand in hand really beneficially for us yeah yeah and I for speaking I'm very clear on where I'm going now and it's really helped because I know <laughs> I talked to a lot of people and it's just running your own business or you've got your own idea you're working another job you're doing mm, all these yeah. things you don't really take a step back and you don't get any other feedback. So if people are listening, you can go to website episode number 105, check out the link to check out the website, get in contact with them. Now, guys, I've got one last question I'd like Ooh. to ask all my guests. Now, 
If you could go back to when you were 18, and we'll go one at a time, Jules will go you first and Tara you second. Thanks. If you go back when you were 18-year-old Jules just dominating, dominating, what was one bit of advice you would give yourself now from all the wisdom you've learned along the years? If you could tell yourself one thing, what would that be? Slow down and take a step back. Um, I think when I was 18, that was my first year of uni, which at the time actually was like a building design and drafting degree or diploma. And I was just, um, I hadn't even thought that there potentially was other alternatives to my career. I wasn't really listening to anybody. Um, I thought I kind of knew a lot and had a lot of life experience, but really could have benefited um, from taking advice and just listening a little bit more. Yeah, I think I think that's great advice for everyone. <laughs> I was resonating with that. Thanks, yeah. Jules. Tara? That's so funny. Mine is the complete flip side. I would say be more like Jules at 18 <laughs> and, and take more risks. I think okay. part of my personality is very much to kind of sit in my comfort zone. Coming on board with Jane Co has kind of really given me direct access to kind of really great clients and really kind of made me push myself and, and put myself out of my comfort zone. So my advice to myself would be, you know, be a little bit more of a risk taker and and I'm a bit more Jumpy. ballsy. <laughs> ballsy, I like that. Well, guys, I think uh, that's why you complement each other exactly. so well, you know, the yin, the yang. <laughs> so um, personally, I'd just like to, I wanted to share all the amazing work you've done with me. And I know I haven't really spoke about this on a podcast, but you've been helping with a book, which I'm really excited about. And I know it's been a lot of work for both of you because uh, I'm a good talker, but uh, <laughs> getting those words down on paper is actually a lot harder. So um, thank you so much for all the work that you've done with me. Guys listening, go and check out the website, get in contact with them. And if you want a little bit of direction or to work on your narrative, and I know um, we've got a few projects coming out that you'll be able to see the work they've done with me. Um, it's really, really powerful stuff. Stuff. So, guys, thank you for your time. Thanks thank you for your help. Absolute superstars. Thanks, Dale. Awesome.